Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode. My name is Nev, and today, well, today we're going to be talking about smashing records, just like the title says. And what records are we smashing? Well, all kinds of records. Bitcoin, over 35,000, and, uh, you know, approaching 36 really quickly. So 40,000 is coming, y'all, and there is no stopping it. Right after that, there is 50, then 100, and then we shall see how it all goes it's gonna go faster and faster before we even know it of course it's going to be ups and downs and we've seen a little bit of a down come in it was really brief and it's almost like uh you know you stumble you fall you get up brush yourself and keep on running that's exactly what bitcoin is doing today so we're going to be taking a look at the charts where we were yesterday where we're going today what's going on and uh, we're going to be taking a look at the news there's some really bullish and exciting news not just about bitcoin and ethereum but for the entire eco space of cryptocurrencies and money as a whole with more countries actually starting to expand on their cbdc's just like we've been expecting them to do and uh, you know things are going to be rolling out now faster and faster so i do expect that this year is going to prove to be insano with the news and the announcements and uh, I will be here with you every single step of the way. And the only way that we can do that together is if you do a couple of things, which is play along with the algorithms. You can't fight them. Well, you can. You're just not going to win. So let's all play along, right? Like, subscribe, bell button, all. Forward it on to the people you know. And let's do this. We use money daily and we fail to understand the basics of the asset. To refuse to inform yourself is to subscribe to financial tyranny perpetrated not by banks, corporations, government, or technology, but by those of us who use it yet fail to understand it. It is then that we agree to the terms and unknowingly turn our assets into liabilities, allowing our possessions to possess us. But it is time to change. Welcome to Money Geeks. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome. Happy uh, Wednesday. Is it Wednesday already? What the hey? How did we already get to Wednesday? How did we already get to Wednesday? I am having too much fun, too much fun, y'all, and uh, hopefully you are as well. Let's go into the markets right now and take a look at what's going on. So Bitcoin is currently sitting beautifully at $35,027.51. It pumped 9.9% in 24 hours, 27.8 in seven days. Ethereum is doing even better, uh, pumping 10.8% uh, in 24 hours. 56.5% uh, in seven days, currently sitting at $1,151.52. And shockingly enough, we are still not quite near where it was all-time high. So we're definitely lagging behind. This is definitely going to be the year of crypto and the year of Ethereum. I do believe that this puppy is going to go on up and it might actually go as high as 20,000 or more. And uh, yeah, in this cycle actually. So I know that sounds kind of crazy, uh, but it actually very well could be, if not even higher than that. So uh, as much 
much as it looks like it might be expensive at 1100 um, I think it's still pretty darn cheap. But then again, I have failed to say this, so I'm going to say it right now. Nothing I say here in financial advice. I don't have a crystal ball. I have no clue how things are going to play out. And I use my best educated guess to read the tea leaves and coffee grounds to predict what might happen in the future. Now that we've covered that, let us continue. All right, 24 hours. Stellar. Stellar has been doing well stellar okay so what is going on with stellar well some people think that the xrp folks are getting out of xrp and getting into stellar so that's one reason another one is could be that it has something to do with the news right over here uh ukraine is choosing stellar foundation to develop its cbdc regulatory infrastructure for stable coins that's right ukraine is going in and building a cbdc and they're going to do it on top of stellar hey maybe people have read the news so they're jumping in 97.1% 24 hours, 18.2% 18 in just the last hour as well, with 143.2% in seven days. This puppy is pumping. Status, status is up in a second position at 71.6% in 24 hours, only 85.1% in seven days. Uh, but if it continues at a rate of almost 26% per hour, I think it's going to beat status and everything else. NAM, NAM is the second, third position at positive 30.6% in 24 hours. Reserve right token up. 30.4 band protocol up almost 30 percent cardano 27 percent icon 22 percent avalanche folks 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 uh can we say can we say that uh we're definitely in a bull market so this is almost as exciting as what we've had over during the summer Except in the winter, you know, we had the summer sports of uh, altcoins uh, while the Bitcoin was not doing as much. And now we have the Winter Olympics where we have the altcoins and the Bitcoin all performing ridiculously well. On the losing end of side, there, there, there's really no losers to begin with. But if you want to get really pickety, uh, then ThorChain is down 6.6% in 24 hours, still positive seven days. Uh, Hedera Hashgraph is down 6.2, again, still positive in seven days. Loopring down almost 6%, 5.8. Empty set dollar negative 5.4. Nexo negative 4.1. XRP negative 3.6. Uh, Digibyte negative 1. And then we get into the 0. Point something. So again, market is definitely up and uh, we are definitely under, you know, uh, I mean, there's really no losers whatsoever. Now, an interesting piece that I do want to point out right over here is to notice that the market is up 10.7% and we're slowly but surely approaching the, the crypto market as a whole, a trillion dollar market cap. How exciting is this, y'all? How exciting is this? This is absolutely super awesome of course the volume is definitely on the pickup and we've been seeing some really cool pieces happen so one of the things that i just sh shared with you is that the ukraine is actually uh you know rolling out their cbdc but they're not the only one we're gonna go back into europe right now and you will see that the italian banking association is launching experiment 
Continental Digital Euro project. So yes, they're conducting tests right now for the digital uh, uh, digital euro, and they are actually, uh, you know, they're saying, well, yeah. The European Central Bank is not making clear decision of what the heck they're doing. But here in Italy, we're just going to do this. So it's going to be an interesting one. And I do think that because of the ease of, of, of being able to kind of transport oneself and create these like awesome independent currencies and stuff, I do think that it would be actually very easy for Greece, for Spain, for Italy to just roll out their own version of the euro, like i-euro, uh, g-euro, s-euro, and, you know, all of that standing for, like, their own countries. Because right now, when they print euro, you know, they, they, they put their cultural symbols and country symbols on the, on the currency, right? And so now, it wouldn't surprise me if they do this. I mean, we've seen already portions of Spain starting to do something like this. Um, I don't know that I've seen Greece, but it wouldn't shock me if they're doing it because, you know, they're suffering a big deal. So what does this mean for European, uh, you know, central bank? I don't know. They could potentially become like a reserve to their own local thing, but the local thing is going to build their stuff. Again, I don't, I don't have moles into these places, but it just kind of makes sense of, you know, yeah, we'll still have this to help with the ease of exchange between Italy and Germany and France and uh, but uh, you know we're just going to print our own local one as well so that your cup of coffee is no longer costing you gazillion dollars so this is an interesting piece and they're just starting to right now but they are definitely supporting the implementation of the sovereign the European digital currency and beginning a pilot studies on digital euro product so it's a very interesting piece that uh, that is coming from uh, that is coming from Italy at this moment. So this is, you know, two countries in what, uh, uh, you know, 24 hours that is coming in. And we've already seen that Turkey is doing something along the lines that they didn't even announce it. So I think there's going to be more and more countries coming in and starting to make these announcements. And like I said, I am just waiting for the secret announcement that is going to come in and talk about, you know, hey, there's a country that purchased this stuff. So one of the secret sort of, hey, this is what happened and this is what purchased has to do with this particular company and news. So let me share this with you. So onboarding institutional crypto investors, Coinbase is helping execute one of the largest digital asset trades in history. So, of course, we got to read it. Well, you do know that Coinbase uh, did help MicroStrategy put in about half a, a you know, what, like $400 million or whatever uh, into the Bitcoin. And uh, they worked with their OTC desks and kind of went in, purchased it without moving the price. And of course, we are bleeding liquidity in Bitcoin, as you already know, and we've been discussing here on this channel. Now, one of the interesting pieces that you may or may not know is that uh, on January 5th, so this is yesterday, uh, Coinbase explained that it recently worked with a firm, One River Asset Management, to purchase a substantial and undisclosed amount of digital assets, enough to make the purchase result in one of the largest digital asset trades in history, according to Coinbase. So, of course, me being me, I'm like, all right, 
what are we talking about like what is going on well what i don't know exactly what the purchase is i did find this bit of news that uh yeah that one river hedge fund is increasing the holdings from 600 million dollars to 1 billion in bitcoin and ether so they are actually looking to increase it and the fact that this was actually rolled out in uh, this this particular news was rolled out in the you know second part of december so mid-december roughly um and that we got this news basically rolling out as of yesterday that there might be some potential that this is actually going to be even bigger than the news originally put in. Now, I don't know exactly what it is, but we'll find out in due time for sure. For the decade ahead, now this is coming from, this is a quote from the, the, the leader, the CEO of One River. For the decade ahead, digital assets will be an important addition to every institutional portfolio. And may I add, personal portfolio as well hello folks you gotta do this for yourself this new asset class is an extraordinary opportunity quite unlike anything i've ever seen one river sees enormous long-term appreciation potential for some of these currencies and this is coming from them now of course he is not the only one that is saying the same thing uh we have you know many intelligent investors from paul tudor jones to uh you know uh what's his face raul paul um to of course now we have this guy to we have micro sailor to myself to many other people saying this is unlike anything else this is absolutely amazing the charts are off the hook the potential is ridiculously good and uh you know get yourself ready and in a good position to benefit from this particular stuff so I think that's one of the interesting pieces. The other one that I think is also really good and important for us to talk about is uh, the information that is coming from the veteran investor, Bill Miller. So he is actually saying, yeah, I agree with Buffett. Bitcoin is a rat poison, but for cash. So, investor Bill Miller said he believes Bitcoin could replace cash and markets are underpricing inflation risk. Warren Buffett famously called Bitcoin a rat poison and however, he may have been right, Bitcoin could be a rat poison and the rat is the cash and this is coming from uh, Miller in a uh, newsletter that was recently published. Oh, interesting pieces that also note is that the Bitcoin has rallied by over 160% in the past three months. And of course, we're going to be taking a look at the charts in just a moment, breaking well over 35,000 in the recent uh, few hours, right? So savings rates are unusually high. And so he's looking at it saying, you know, I don't know that we are pricing this correctly. I don't know that we are playing along correctly with the whole you know what's going to happen with an inflation piece uh, he's basically going in saying you know while bitcoin is amazing as a store of value and the speed and the ease and the costs and everything else and of course being deflationary in nature and of course being really really sound actual money um, and the sound store of wealth he's also saying that we're not necessarily accounting for the inflation and not 
estimating inflation risk correctly as as a as a society globally so he's saying quote savings rates are unusually high and as the economy becomes more normal in the second half of the year it is likely that consumption will accelerate and with it money velocity we have a lot of money that is in we have a lot of liquidity what we haven't had is velocity of money which is what hasn't been given us uh, much of anything else as far as the inflation stuff happened now it also depends on how you calculate inflation um, you know we do know that uh, inflation is calculated publicly but I also believe that that's basically all a lie as Mike Maloney uh, calls it CP lie as a soap to CPI and I agree with him it's it's grossly incorrect it's uh, using stuff that doesn't affect many people you know they're using things like um, and, and many people have been talking about it but they're using things like well look like your your you know the computer is 10 times is more powerful, but only two times is more expensive. So of course it's going down in price and you're like, great, like, okay, I can use one computer, but uh, my food, my food is actually going up. And I'm sure that you have noticed my, you know, heat and electric have gone up. Utilities have gone up. Uh, you know, the, the expense to run and operate a business has gone up. Uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the housing has gone up, the assets have gone up. So there's a lot of things that actually have gone up and that should account better in the inflation. But right now the CPI doesn't. So those are some of the grossly wrong components that are being calculated in it not to talk about the fact of the substitution and stuff so i don't think it can be trusted and uh, of course they are saying we're not reaching our two percent that we want we can't break that um so that's one then you go into the 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 stock charts or uh the i think it is called stock charts um uh, then you go in and they're looking at it saying no 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 the inflation if we calculate the way that we used to calculate it well it should be between six and ten percent and then you listen to somebody like uh, Michael Saylor and some of the other sort of uh, quants not that Michael Saylor is a quant but I'm sure he hangs out with a lot sorry Michael I'm just guessing uh, right that they're saying that we inflation if you really calculate it and you take the assets into the whole thing we're looking 15 to 20 percent and it's going to keep on going for a while so that's a very different thing to talk about two percent on one hand and you can't break it to 20 percent on the other end and that you're actually grossly going over it so i think that that's something to keep in mind and he's saying well i don't know that we are correctly uh, accounting for the whole thing so he is very very bullish on the whole spectrum of Bitcoin and I do agree with it and uh, you know Buffett will come around and uh, you know we are beating currently Buffett and uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, in Bitcoin alone if you take a look right over here uh, where's the market cap hold on I'm like wait this is not correct 651.2 uh, billion and of course as the price keeps on going up it is going to continue climbing so we're beating some of the top uh, companies around the world and actually 
not going to be surprised in the near future ethereum being at that market cap and of course bitcoin then just being in the in the trillions right tens of trillions tens of trillions not just trillions tens of trillions so it's going to be taking over the world it's eating the world to quote uh raul paul <coughs> excuse me about that sorry about that uh, but one of the interesting pieces that i also wanted to talk about is that uh, now with the market cap being so high and many people are looking and saying all right we're taking over the companies we're taking over some of the potentially uh lower price currencies but if bitcoin is a digital gold then our market cap has to take over the or at least match match the market cap of gold well if that is to happen what the price would be and here is one of the new stories that we were able to find skybridge capital says bitcoin price must price must reach five hundred thirty-five thousand dollars to match the gold um, and to not just to to like overtake it but to match it and of course it's a hundred and twenty one x expansion in the btc usd price which will translate to a market cap of over 7 trillion which is how we're going to match gold so if you kind of take a look at that stuff and you're like wait what you know uh yeah 121 x to overtake gold now what have folks been calling for in this particular bull market well we've seen all kinds of crazy predictions that people have been saying that uh you know we're going to see um you know about 140 to 250,000 300 400 and then we had the uh, uh Winklevoss uh, twins that were basically saying that the price would rally to 500,000 in this particular uh in this particular bull market so that's going to be interesting one Citibank is saying that hey we're going to get hundred thousand by december 31 uh jp morgan is you know saying hey we're going to get some additional funding and i do believe that all of them are right what exactly is going to turn out i don't think anybody knows um you know for certain but i think it is important to kind of take a look at that stuff now i do want to go in and switch a bit of the view right here so we can take a look at what's been going on with bitcoin so right now we're looking at the chart of bitcoin and this is where we were yesterday if you will recall so you will see that we have this triangle and i was doing the yellow drawing and you can watch the yesterday's video if you want to it's right there on the channel uh that i said you know we're going to kind of you know kind of go on up come back down bounce off of this thing and then we go straight on up and here is what has transpired since we did actually uh this was you know this was about the show right here we did come back down we came back up slightly down and boom we did hit on up and uh you know we did get the price of uh thirty five thousand eight hundred seventy nine dollars and thirty five cents um this was on the bit stamp so it's an interesting piece we have come down since then and it looks like it looks like right over here let me get rid of the drawing i wanted to leave it over here because this was the yesterday's drawing that we did uh so if we go in let's change the color slightly um you will see that we are starting to now follow this very interesting kind of uh, uh channel right over here so we're trying we're we're trading uh with this as our support uh so you know it just 
I would have to tweak around with it, but roughly speaking. So there is a high potential that we're going to be keep on bouncing off of this stuff. Now, is it possible that we can break through it? Yes. If that is to happen, we do have a couple of key support levels. One is the... Uh, the moving average right over here at $32,541. Uh, this is on the short-term moving average, as I like to call it, the 350. Uh, this That's a 350-day moving average, right? Uh, is that what I... No, I just killed it. Why did I kill it? Who the hey knows? Who the hey knows? You know, sometimes I want to go in and do something and... Uh, Well, how do you copy and paste? All right, clearly I'm going to have to play around with it. So anyways, we do have a support that is coming in at a much you know faster pace, but I do think that we're going to be holding steady. And this is a looking at the 15-minute chart. If I take a look at the one-hour chart, one-hour chart, uh, then we can actually see how nicely this is actually playing out. You see that we had a triangle. We broke through it and we're starting to move on up. Now, if we come back to the 15-minute chart, one of the things that I didn't notice in the earlier piece, but I'm noticing right now, is that we do have another momentum uh, being created right now. And again, let's, uh, let's go ahead and change the color right now. So we seem to be having a bit of a support right over here. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Right? Right? So it is right over there. So roughly speaking, we're right around here. Um, and we're also creating a uh, another triangle pattern. Uh, which is really exciting piece to also pay attention to. So we do have some additional components that are starting to play out. So we'll see. Is it going to go into this channel and play out, or is it going to now play within this triangle? So we'll see. We have a few different support levels. Of course, if it breaks uh, the, you know, the... 3,400 to all the way down to like mid to high 33,000, sorry, not hundred thousands. Uh, we could see it go down to 27,000 yet again, um, but I think it's going to be a short visit. So we'll see. I think uh, we're going to be going on up into the $39,000 range, uh, $40,000 range, and then we can see a bit of another pullback. Um, but again, I don't have a crystal ball, y'all. I don't know exactly how things are going to play out. So I think it's an interesting piece for us to discuss and take a look at. Now, the other piece that I wanted to share with you is that we have a bit of a news that the Grayscale is actually clearing out XRP in its digital large cap fund. So they are getting rid of the Ripple, which is why we have been seeing Ripple basically losing. And uh, uh, Ripple right now is in in a fifth position uh, being taken over by Litecoin. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Polkadot in a very short order, as well as Cardano and maybe even Bitcoin Cash, uh, take over XRP and XRP starts dropping down uh, and, and losing in it. Um, you know, how fast is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, but it is going to be something that uh, is going to be interesting. Um, however, you know, uh, uh, XRP still, there's still, you know, folks that are, 
gung-ho about it and uh, you know every time we kind of hit the 19 cent mark uh, people end up buying it and it pushes back up um, but again i think it's a super risky proposition and again uh, the uh, they are being right now ripple is being sued now by their investors as well um, so we'll see how it all plays out personally i just kind of like to stay out of that stuff let them settle and then i'll go and play around with it later on right now it's too risky and that's probably why many of these institutions exchanges and so on are basically saying look we're not we're not even going to play around with this stuff now i did want to share with you another piece that i wanted to take a look at right now as well and that is the ethereum chart so we did take a look at the uh, uh, bitcoin chart and uh, here is the ethereum and again here is the yesterday sort of we came up with this very much supporting line over here we were talking about there's a bit of a triangle action happening and uh, we broke right through it yesterday and uh, you know came up with the new levels new supports and we seem to be following uh, let me see if I can extend this we seem to be following a bit this line over here where it acts as a support then it acts as a resistance right and so we kind of keep on toying around with it so it's definitely an interesting piece to play around with and pay attention to uh, but of course we are seeing this particular triangle as well kind of starting to shift a little bit um, and uh, you know develop a brand new space we're seeing that there's seems to be some sort of uh, uh, how do we call it resistance level and uh, the part that is kind of scary right now is that we seem to have almost like a double top we have a double top right over here see if i can move this um so you can see the double top right over here at 11.69 and then we have another sort of top right over here at 11.70 so it's not exactly the same price not exactly the same amount but this uh, does give me a bit of a pause to say is it possible that we could actually have a bit of a pullback in the relatively short shorter period of time um uh, it's possible we'll see how that all plays out so we did have a bit of a support level at 880 900 level we had another one at about 980 we do have a moving average at about 9980 or sorry 998 so it could potentially hold it but one of the pieces to pay attention to is to see where things are going to play out and is it, are we going to come back down in a short term and again if that is to happen i actually personally would love that because that means that i can actually get a bit more on the short term of the whole thing now in some of the additional news and information that i think is important for everybody to know has to do with some of the scams that are coming in so electro rat malware is targeting uh, to uh, targeting different components and different individuals to empty your crypto wallets and so what's going on well they're re discovering a remote access trojan 
uh, also known as RAT, that is fabricated into fake crypto apps to trick users into installing a new strain of malware on their system. These apps target wallets of thousands of Windows, Linux, and Mac OS users and were built on top of Electron, an app building framework. So I think you kind of need to know that this is across the board and uh, it's a cross-platform uh, RAT malware. It's written in ground up in Golang. So they are basically using modern technologies to build things that look like real things, act like real things. And on top of everything else, folks, what they're doing is they are actually, hold on, I realize that this might be easier for you. Sorry about that. Uh, they're actually, uh, you know, going out there and, uh, you know, looking to basically have you go in, play around with the, with the app, they download the thing, then they go in, they want to collect your private keys to access your wallets and basically drain your funds. So the apps that we know of uh, right now are named like Jam, E-Trade, Quantum, Dow Poker, and of course, they are, you know, actual website website. Um, I, 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 I don't recommend you going to, um, but they basically go in and not only do they create real websites and kind of gone in to create this entire thing, it's a very elaborate piece they are also going in and uh, promoting them on places like twitter and telegram dedicated online forums like bitcoin talk and steamcoin pan and literally going in to lure people into the uh into their 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 campaigns to basically steal the wealth so uh we have had of course individuals fall the victims to this stuff and uh, one of the interesting pieces that they have been able to observe is that the malicious app and the electro red binaries are not uh they're completely detectable or low detectable in a virus total at the time of the writing so many of the antivirus software is not able to detect it which is what makes it super super dangerous now the folks are aware of it i'm sure that they're going to work on it but just something for you to be aware of and they're basically saying that if you are falling victim and this is what the article is saying if you're falling victim to the campaign you need to kill the process delete all malware files transfer the funds to a new wallet and make new passwords so you definitely want to do that piece and to kind of protect yourself in the final piece of the news i like to end on the good side of the things it has to do with yfi you're not finance that's right so you're not finance is uh, their developers are revealing version 2 spec teasers now you know that you're not finance has been a really hot thing this summer everybody kind of piled on everybody was super excited since then they have been doing all these mergers acquisitions whatever the heck you call it in the crypto world however if we look at wi-fi where's wi-fi 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 maybe i should just look it up over here wi-fi uh wi-fi is not doing as hot as some of the other projects i mean it's sort of up but not really i mean it's up only 2.9 percent in the era where we're seeing you know 20 30 40 50 100 percent returns so as you can see it's been you know slightly up in the 24 hours 7.1 percent seven days actually down in two weeks down on 30 days um you know it's it's uh it's not 
it's not doing all that hot. It's been actually kind of, we did have this low right over here in early November, 7,000. We kind of hit over here. We got this head, shoulder, uh, you know, shoulder, head, shoulder kind of pattern that seems to be fighting off with. We don't know how it's going to play out. So, but we're also seeing some double bottoms here. So we'll see how it's going to play out. It's been going mostly sideways, not much of anything happening. So, Perhaps the the version two uh, that is being leaked and the updates is going to be really good, and I think it's very necessary for YFI as a project to continue moving on up. So what did they do? Well, they are saying that they need to revamp and version two promises to herald a raft of new updates and vault strategies. So they did tweet that they have a new status and uh, they didn't talk much about what's been going on with the vaults but they did put in a number of under the hood improvements uh, that were listed so automatic integration of version one and version two vaults in-house management of all vault tokens and real-time data updates the covering cream protocols will also be fully integrated into the new version and they're going to have a light model mode similar to zapper to simplify the experience they will have a new real-time back-end infrastructure called firehose that is going to be developed and is going to help of course the users to uh to use all of the relevant data for year recovering cream and developers can then easily integrate on the front end of the protocol so We'll see how it's going to play out, but I think it's definitely needing to get some of this stuff. They're talking about in this article, and it's, here's the part that is kind of interesting. Yes, when you compare what, ha what has happened this summer with uh, yield farming and that kind of stuff, and then you compare it to now, uh, obviously you don't get as many yields because those weren't sustainable and everybody already knew it, right? Uh, except for maybe chads. I don't know. But... Uh, Right now, when you look at what we are having in the markets and what the traditional sort of finance offers versus the crypto finance, I always find funny when we go into the crypto markets and say, you know, the yields are diminished dramatically. It's horrible. It's not really good. And then you look at the yields and you were like, Curve uh, is earning 14.7% yield, uh, TUSD uh, vault is reporting 17.4% APY and again in the world of crypto these are not as awesome but in a world of traditional finance where you get like how much do you get put your money into the savings what do you get 0.001 like uh, I, I right so I mean you're not getting anything you're losing money um not even counting for inflation right but if we were to count for inflation goodness you're losing money uh you can put your money into the bonds uh but they are not really good and speaking of bonds bond uh yields actually have gone up so we have uh, hit one percent or actually maybe even gone above it so that's an interesting piece to note and of course what has happened with the stonks well Stonk started stonking and uh, not giving nearly as much of the yield and really starting to turn on down. So right now it looks like crypto might be the only game in town, but do be careful out there as you go and play. Do protect yourself because, you know, there is a potential that while we are right now trading more like gold, gold kind of going down, uh, markets kind of going down, 
bond yields going up do be careful and protect yourself you know don't get all crazy carried away and uh, always 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 uh watch for number one which is yourself and your wealth so hey thanks for watching thanks for listening i hope you have enjoyed the show if you have i will see you tomorrow if you show up and if you don't well i will see everybody else until then stay forever money blessed and do remember you are only one deal away.